you want to start the show off with a little game, Cahill? Yeah, I'm pretty good at games, so I think I'll give it a go. A little round of guess the quote. Who said this quote this week? <clears throat> and I quote, I worked a lot this summer. Many people have talked about me. I don't talk, and I show what I'm worth on the pitch. Ooh, okay. Um, who's playing well? Um, well, give me a hint. Give me, give me, give me a hint. Is that loud? Uh, yeah, I can give you a hint. He's a 30-year-old striker. Okay, and he must be playing well. Uh, and he's and he's and he's proven that the doubters wrong. Um, he's proven the doubters oh, wrong. I know from last week's uh, Patreon episode. Will it must be Maro Cardi? Twelve goals, fourteen um, games, two assists, Champions uh, League goals, the lot. You know he, he's flying. And a lot of people were saying, you know, he, he should be in that Argentinian squad. And I know his personal decisions, all that stuff, you know, come against him. But it, it, I'm going to go with Mario Cardi. Well, uh, you'd actually be wrong there. You're close though. He is, you know, people people talk about him, but again, this guy doesn't talk. He shows what he's worth on the pitch. Doesn't talk. Think of a different league. He's not in Turkey. Top five league? Oh, yeah, top five league. Top five league. Much maligned striker. Worked hard this summer. Doesn't oh, talk. Gotcha. Doesn't talk. Harry Kane. Must be Harry Kane. Uh, what's he got? Like nine goals, ten assists. Ten, nine goals, ten games, five assists. He's doing the Champions League, doing the Bundesliga. You know, a lot of people said his goal doesn't count for nothing and he's, he'd have to prove them all wrong, but he doesn't talk. He does it on the pitch. Harry Kane. Uh, uh, no, someone who talks, uh, well, again, doesn't talk. Talks less than Kane. Also, I would say a bit of a better league than Okay, Bundesliga. better league than Bundesliga. Better league than Turkish league. Top five league. Third year old striker who doesn't talk. Yeah, never talks. Shows what he's worth on the pitch, famously. Um, oh, okay. And he's banging them in. Yeah, he's banging them in. Okay. Oh, I gotcha. I was talking about him a couple of weeks ago, I think. Alvar Morata. Spanish league, mm. tough league, Will. Third best no, team in that league, of course, Atletico Madrid. Five goals, six games. Five goals and six games, two and two in the Champions League. I don't think I know what the man sounds like. If you were to put him on the phone right now, <laughs> I wouldn't be able to pick him out. So I'm going to go with the, uh, Alvar Morata. Third old striker, never speaks, and he's back in form. Uh, no, you'd be wrong. It's uh, okay. the final one. Again. Never talks. Okay, Not known okay. for talking. Thirty-year-old striker pulling up trees. Uh, top five league. Never talks. Ah, will. This was good. Now that was. There you th- go. This you was niche. It. it must be Latara Martinez. Ten goals um, in eight no, in Syria. One goal in two in, in the Champions League. I mean, he's got 10, 11, a, two it's assists. Not, it's not. And I tell you what, will a lot of people said it's not Martinez. Sorry, it's not Martinez. It's, it's not. It's Martinez. not Mart- well, I can't think of a single third-year-old striker who doesn't talk, crucially, and is pull-up trees, and, and who, who would do something like this. I, I, I give up, Will. I give up. Who is this? Romelu Lukaku. No, hang on now, Will. <laughs> you said. He doesn't talk. You said he doesn't, he doesn't talk. talk. You said he never talks. <laughs> he said, I don't talk. God, I show what I'm wearing on the pitch. That's famously what he does. Oh, uh, well, he must be a, a maskist, because he does it all the time, <laughs> and he hates it. He doesn't like the opening all the time. What's, it, what's he doing this year? I mean, let me, let me have a look. <laughs> Oh, five goals and six in Syria and two and two in Europa League. Well, that's enough to do an interview, which he famously hates doing. Yeah, he's talking right now. <laughs> right now, you're talking about not talking. No, honestly, that is nonsense. Nonsense. All nonsense. That is literally three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> A tight three. You don't know what you're going to get.
Lewis. Miles off for yesterday. You'll learn a lot more if you listen rather than talk all the time. time. No problem. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a No Nothing podcast with Carl and Will. You know what, Will? At the start of the weekend, Man City were top of the league. Depending on results, they could have finished fifth, which is now obviously still in Champions League, so it still works out for City. But it was uh, Brighton and Wolves that denied us what I think would have been an all-time pep meltdown. In the press conference. Oh my God! There's no coming back. Fifth. When is the last time he wasn't even second? <laughs> if they dropped from first to fifth, I mean, it would have taken. Uh, it's all over. It's game over. All it would have taken was was Liverpool to to win against Brighton, which we'll get into later on, and then Aston Villa would have to beaten Wolves three 0 which would have been crazy. And you would have seen Man City fifth on goal difference. But I'm saying you would have seen Pep fake retire. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was yeah. like, "Listen, these things happen. Maybe it's because I'm returning in the season. I'm carrying less. Maybe the hunger's gone from me as well." You know, I'm like, "Whoa, <laughs> what's going on?" Yeah, <laughs> just like an outright lie, just for the sake. Yeah, his of it. favorite thing. Yeah, um, as as it is, they're only in third. So, uh, it's it's still a crisis by their standards. I mean, like I said, it was last time they weren't even in second. It turned out Rodri is even more important than we all said he was. Will we we? anointed him the best player in the world right now. That does not mean nothing, okay? That's a huge honor. It's a pro- another player, we always say, the best players are missed by their the hole they leave when they're gone. Yeah, you only know what you got that's gone. Uh, and in the case of Rodri, it's probably compounded by the missing De Bruyne as well, to be fair. Yes. Uh, which people, it seems like, have forgotten about. <laughs> He's been gone for a while now, and I don't know if there's a return date even in mind, is there? Yeah, this looked like a bad one because it was a recurring... It was the same injury again, which is usually like a sign of, uh-oh, <laughs> this is like going to be a thing from now on. Yeah. Um, and the thing is with someone like with Sterling or Jesus, who are like excellent, excellent players, they're, they're at a level where you can find replacements. They're not cheap and they don't always work out, but someone like De Bruyne is very unique, very special. It's, you know, you, you're not just going to, ah, well, we'll just get the next De Bruyne. You know what I mean? We'll get someone similar. It's like, that's why everyone knows who he is. That's why he's so good because, you know, he is a difference in teams. So uh, that's a huge loss for them. Uh, thankfully, they had uh, Kovacic there to to <laughs> build a hole in midfield. And yeah, he gave it a good go, didn't he? <laughs> and formerly best player in the world, according to Pep right now, uh, Nunez, uh, also there in the yeah. middle. I mean, this is the thing. They were missing a few. Arsenal missing Saka. I mean, all before this game, it was like the 87, 87 match streak is over. You know, it's like he's the Undertaker. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, <laughs> hopefully there's relief now the streak is over. Because yeah, it's like, that's all the talk was before the game. How are they going to manage? I saw a, a tweet around that in pretty poor taste, but I did okay. give it a chuckle. We'll read it out on the show. <laughs> yeah. That's what we're all about. Uh, someone tweeted that if Arteta was managing Denmark, he would have brought Ericsson back on. <laughs> <laughs> get out there come on yeah I mean it, it's tough for Saka because he came in young when they were bad and now he's developed into someone great yeah. so you're the important part of the team so he's had both ends of like we need he's had the kind of Yanazai treatment of like mm. we need you to do everything for us yeah. now he's in a good team and he's the best player you can't drop him so he just played for years now <laughs> consistently but yeah this is um this is what we're looking at, I think, for the next few years with this. This is uh, football now. Increased schedule coming to the Champions League. Yeah. 
there's more and more international games that are more important. These big games are going to come down to who has more of their best players not injured is going to win the game. Who is the best player in the world available right now? Yeah, a new award for next year, you know? Because, like, even last year we were talking about uh, everyone like, oh, Parity versus Casemiro, who's better? And then by the time that game got played, you know, Casemiro was well, he was suspended. But then not long after that, uh, Parity was injured. You know, and then Saliba was injured. I mean, this time Saliba was playing but Osaka. It's like, you know, <laughs> will we ever see, you know, Man City? The best 11. That only happens in FIFA now. <laughs> Honestly, God, it's a fantasy to have all 11 <laughs> players fist of your starting team. And these are the best, most, you know, uh, the deepest squads in the world we're talking about. Yeah. So it's uh, it was disappointing in that sense because it's like, you know, last year it was, it was Rob Holding who was on Haaland. Uh, uh, it was like complete fucking mismatch. This year, you'd say, yeah, well, it would be nice to see Rice versus Rodri. But yeah, yeah who's better? Who, who's the actual? You know, I mean, I, th- I can remember those, those Liverpool City games. Well, they, I think I'm pretty sure I'm saying they had a few games where everyone was fit, and they were unbelievable games. They were ridiculous. Like I was talking about the, the, on the Patreon there last uh, week, the Napoli versus Real Madrid. It was like, this is a joy to watch players <laughs> yeah. figuring out problems at like the highest level. <laughs> yeah. But like, there was some of this game that was like, right, we're both missing players. Let's not make a mistake here. Yeah. Cagey. Pretty, yeah, pretty drab. A chess match of a game, Will. Which is always code for shite. Yeah, I, I don't know if I've ever seen uh, Sky Sports Chess pop up on my uh, <laughs> yeah. scroll there. They went with Kabaddi for a while, professional Kabaddi, but not chess for some reason. So, uh, maybe you describe a game as a chess match. It's like, well, Sky Sports wouldn't show this and they show any old shit. Okay? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Three, goal, three shots on target in the whole game. Uh, City had one shot on target the whole game. I don't know if the goal even counted as a shot on target. I think that might be going wide. Yeah, because it smashed off Ake's face. Yeah, it may have been going wide at the post. That's not even a shot on target. I mean, it was it was one of those those games where I think City were like, this is a tough place to go without your starting midfield, essentially. Let's just try And we've ties. lost back-to-back for the first time in five years. Yes, three their last domestic games, if you count the, the, the cup game against Newcastle. Um, crisis, a city in crisis. Print it. <laughs> Did you uh, hear Pep when he was asked about that? Yeah, I'm sure he was very magnanimous and just kind of put down to is what it is. So he's asked about losing back-to-back games for the first time in five years. And he said, this is not news. Arsenal beating Man City for the first time after 12 losses. That's news. <laughs> oh, wow. A backhanded compliment, if there was one. <laughs> he just can't help himself. 115 charges, that was news, and it seemed to disappear. <laughs> that's not you news know? anymore. <laughs> Bribing referees, that's more recent news. <laughs> I mean, you know, he's such a... I'm he's sorry, horrible, but like, a horrible man. Just take the L. Just take <laughs> yeah. the L and move on, you know what I mean? Fucking hell. <laughs> sorry, I mean, I'm, I'm too close to the case this one. That was, I shouldn't have said that, but I mean, it's just... <laughs> The same like last week at Wolves. They defended really well. They certainly did that really well. It's like the one that appears around like the pitch, giving their <laughs> yeah. fucking dues. You know what I mean? But yeah, I mean, the two games in a row they've lost, two on goals. They have been unlucky. But, you know, I don't, no one wants to hear that. No one wants to hear, hear that. But I mean, he doesn't even, even say that. He just has a, a, has a dig, a pop shot at Arsenal. Like, wow, 12 times in a row. Bet you're glad that's over. <laughs> I'd be really embarrassed about that. <laughs> it's a. Uh... It's hard to tell if this is like a year where, wow, it's finally, they've lost the grip on the title. Or if this is just the yearly around October where they have a little dip. 
it's always post January where they just are relentless and everyone else falls off and they just go, go, go from then on. So I don't know. Yeah. I think it's just be more of the same this year. I think I saw a stat last year. They were they're one point worse off than they were last year. Yeah. They were they were third last year and and one point off the lead. And then they showed their their uh two points off and something very similar like like you're just saying basically it's not new this isn't news actually this isn't news man city being uh not on top in october is not the problem it's usually because they have rodri and they have de bruyne and they will play up until you know they need to and then with other teams best players injured they don't have kovacic to come in yeah you know again like say if you were playing el nanny there versus kovacic i think kovacic would have done fine yeah you know what i mean that's the that's the difference between between the city and and uh, other teams that like if city have their second stringers as it were versus other teams second stringers they're still better than you as they are first team to first team so yeah, yeah i mean th- that like i said the biggest um battle beforehand was the the Salib versus Haaland because i was like oh if we had Salib last year i'll tell you what you know yeah. so it was a big pressure on him but i think it was encapsulated by that moment where i don't know if you saw Haaland like steaming up the pitch and in my opinion, I think he tried to goad Saliba into fouling him. Yeah. Like, I'm going to charge right into him, and he's going to try and grab me or whatever, and I'm going to go down. And he just kind of ran into him. Saliba's like, oh, I better not foul him. And then he just fell down. <laughs> yeah. And then everyone's clipping it, be like, oh, he cleaned him out. He, <laughs> he rocked him. You know, but I think Hallen was going for, like, a really soft dive there. And yeah. Saliba just, like, didn't engage and just, you know, but... It's uh, you know there's been, it wasn't even uh, Hans worst game burning. There was like touches and involvement. So I mean, it wasn't like he was marked out. But it was just no. You know, I think the midfield is probably where they, where they lost it. I think uh, De Bruyne and Haaland's partnership last year has kind of missed a lot. Yeah. Did, did De Bruyne break the assist record last year? Did I make that up? Or he was close? I think he he may have, but I don't think people would have been shouting that from the rooftops as they marched away at the treble. I think people were probably <laughs> yeah. like, they have enough. Let's not <laughs> talk about that. Well, I could be wrong there now, but I do remember it was like they were psychic. Like De Bruyne could put the ball exactly where Haaland wanted it over and over and over and over again. I don't like, there's only so many players in the world that could do that and they're missing it now. Yeah, exactly. No matter who you have on the bench, like you're not going to have someone that good because he wouldn't be on your bench if he was, you know. It's interesting to see uh, how they manage this injury crisis. I guess Rodri's back in two games, one game? Uh, one game, I think. Soon, anyway. Yeah, like that'd be a massive uh, a massive thing for them. I mean, just on Kovacic, uh, as we just before we went to record, apparently a new VAR tape dropped <laughs> about the Kovacic incidents. Now, um, it, the VAR tape that dropped wasn't the Kovacic incident. It was the... Oh, sorry. It was uh, the Malo Gusto red card. And this was a case of, we've had a bad week last week, lads. Let's put out one where we really look like we know what we're doing. <laughs> oh, sorry. I, I, yeah. I, I misunderstood you there. Uh, uh, but well, then Howard Webb explained why uh, they didn't send Kovacic off. And this is clearly a poor tackle. And I'm pretty confident if a red card had been given by Michael Oliver on the date, it would have been a very um, straightforward check complete. But he doesn't. He issues a yellow card. I think there's a few differences. Uh, the uh, the player Kovacic um, comes into the tackle with the right leg. The, there's some weight on the left leg as he as he kind of lunges in. The 
the right heel hits the ground and then the contact is a little bit more to the side with a kind of like an upright foot as opposed to a, a side on foot that we saw with Gusto. A few small differences, I think, that led the VAR to feel that the on-field decision here of yellow card wasn't clearly and obviously incorrect and therefore check completing it, feeling that if it had intervened, it would have been a re-refereeing of that decision by the referee on the field. Sounds to me like protecting your mate, Will. <laughs> yeah, which we've seen a lot of these days in the referee union. I mean, that one on, on uh, Odegaard, again, I might be too close to this, Will, but in your opinion, do you think that's one you could have seen being upgraded to a red? I mean, it was nowhere with the ball, from behind, dangerous. Both of the yellows were straight reds. <laughs> well, he didn't get a yellow for the... I know, but what should have been both of the yellows where he's off. Should have been, he should have had two red cards. It was very similar to the Jota thing. And that's what people are saying. They're like, yeah. listen, you touched him, you didn't touch him. When you're on a yellow, you can't be doing that, son. And this is the thing where if... Turns out you can. <laughs> turns out you can. <laughs> if they brought the ref to the monitor for that and showed him the freeze frame of how high up his foot was <laughs> on the ankle, then it's a red card because the ref goes, oh yeah, that's crazy. I didn't see that in real time. But like, Which is wrong. Yeah, though, which is also it? wrong. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to keep up yeah. with, with what's actually the law, what's not the law. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it was, it was, it was uh, bad. It was a bad tackle. And then it's just, you see, it's before VAR ever came in, Johnny Yellow, and you're like, oh, there was a lot of finger wagging by coaches, which is a telltale sign that you definitely did something no, bad. No, like, no, 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 uh, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. It's him. Especially in this age where it's all records. Like, he, why, wait, why bother wag the finger? Yeah. I mean, like, he can just look at it. He can, he's, He's ten lads in his ear, screaming at him, telling it is. It's that classic thing of if a player goes to a ref and says, it's a yellow, it's the most obvious red card you've ever seen. Oh, yeah, yeah. if you're your own player. Yeah. That's a yellow at most, <laughs> at most. <laughs> Too much yeah. fan, maybe. Not three. <laughs> reckless, not, not intentional, for sure. <laughs> Definitely reckless. I'll concede that. <laughs> yeah, uh, and then soon after that, it, it's, it's Rice. You get injured. I mean... As well, it's the two like most important midfielders as well. It's just I mean, it has all the ingredients for like a uh, an instinctive yellow card, send them off, easy decision. But yeah, no, no nothing, nothing doing uh, for Kovacic. And yeah, as we said, then it didn't make any odds because you know they got that deflection at the end. Pretty drab, pretty drab game. I would, I would, I would say. I mean, all the talk was afterwards uh, from Gary Neville in the studio was that uh, you know the easiest thing in the world would have been to to listen, nil nil. At home, that's good results against a better team. We, maybe we'll get something in the city. When realistic, is like, we can win this. Let's go for it. Let's, let's keep going. I mean, Martinelli coming on was a huge plus because he actually had a bit of direct running. Yeah. And uh, they, they missed Saka and Martinelli hugely in the game. Jesus in the wing, you know, we saw it for years. It doesn't work. It doesn't work, yeah. You know, but that's what Arsenal effort. So, yeah, I'd say they'll be, they'll be pretty happy with that. But uh, it's early days still. And I think... Um, I would not want to play City next after this international break. <laughs> yeah, this, that is what they, they, the City of old would do, is they would come back and pummel Burnley 6-1 or something. <laughs> They've already beaten Burnley, Will. Yeah, so that's his turn. Come back around. Uh, <laughs> well, in a sign of how things have changed, Kyle. Yeah. So I stuck up a poll on the No Nonsense Instagram story asking who is going to win the league to see yeah, what yeah. like the consensus was. Do you know who... Uh, so the four votes, four options were City, Arsenal, Liverpool, Spurs. Joe, you know who uh, overwhelmingly won the poll, 
if it's an online poll, then it's always going to be Arsenal. Correct. <laughs> By 46% to 23% for City, 15% for Liverpool, 16% for Spurs. Well, I will say I voted in one of the polls, Will, and I did vote for Arsenal. So, uh, <laughs> you know. I Our votes I'm, count I'm, triple. <laughs> an, Arsenal, an Arsenal fan, you see, the, you see the vote, you see the online poll, you're going to vote for your team. Me, 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 me. <laughs> You don't read it. You just say Arsenal, <laughs> definitely. Definitely. This is our year, for sure. We're back. Something I did notice during the game was, like I said, it was a drab affair, but with the big goal. Yeah, yeah. In the years gone by, we'd obviously have Martin Tyler commentating it. And you go, oh, it's a goal. And you kind of move yeah. on. Did you hear Drury's commentating? It really made it feel like a moment. Pushed it forward towards Tommy Asu and Kai Havertz and Martinelli! Yeah, you know, I, I enjoyed it, I have to say, but I'm, I'm wary of enjoying it. Yeah, how long will this last? <laughs> well, once it's it's the same as the Ange Postecoglou effect. Exactly. Great until it happens against your team. It's like, this is bullshit now. I'm sick of this. Drury, don't you dare say, this matters. This really matters. <laughs> uh, I know. <laughs> this doesn't matter. It's only October. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, well, that's the thing. Does it matter? Yeah. Like, we're 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 a peak best player in the world right now, best team in the league right now. I mean, is anybody going to remember who was manager in the month of October? Yeah, Will it really matter. There's two international breaks in the last you know two weeks. We'll see. We'll see. You know, if if uh, poetic Peter is right on this one, yeah, but, uh, yeah. Uh, I think he does have something to it. I mean, I, I know um, your man Martin Todd got a lot of hate, and like he's he was biased against every team, and he was an old man, you know. <laughs> yeah. And he had, I think I've, I definitely heard footage of him commentating on the 1986 World Cup. <laughs> yeah, there's nothing else for him to see. He's seen it all. <laughs> He's seen every combination of a goal that's ever going to happen. You know what I mean? Like, how could you get excited by a screamer from 40 yards? Like, well, that's more like 50 of, of the exact same goal I've seen since, you know, the 80s till now. So, yeah, yeah look, I, I appreciate uh, the effort and the enthusiasm from Pure Jury. But, uh, Today I do. Next week we'll see. You know, <laughs> wait till the retired fixture. But it, uh, we were saying it wasn't a great game. There were some really good games, end to end games. Mm-hmm. Uh, no more so than uh, Liverpool Brighton. Mm-hmm. Uh, two unstoppable forces, mm-hmm. I would say. Uh, is it, what's the what's the phrase when there's a the team with bad force. defense and good <laughs> attack, and they both can't defend, so they just let in goals all the time? Is there a phrase for that, or am I thinking of something else? No, yeah, it's the unstoppable force meets the unstoppable force. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but they're just like going over to their heads, yeah. you know, or in this case, you know, just passing it around Allison from thirty yards. Yeah, what the hell was that about? <laughs> <laughs> that that was Will. That was Virgil van Dijk at his worst. Yeah. Straight past McAllister, of course, on his return gets dispossessed. But I mean, it was a bad ball, you know. Uh, I thought for sure when the, when that first goal came in because I was I got rid of his stupid on Will. In fantasy football. Damn, I think I did. And I was looking at uh, Tariq Lamptey, 3.9. It's like, well, surely at the start, you know. And I saw this little guy cut in and <laughs> score like, oh, the right back, don't tell me. I didn't get him in the end. I didn't get him in the end, Will. I was like, no. <laughs> it was someone else. Uh, I don't know who it was, actually. But uh, it wasn't him. I don't think uh, Lamptey was even on the squad. Mm. So, That's why he's uh, 3.9. If, you know, not even the squad is bad. Um, I mean, that's that's Liverpool all this season. It's like so good and then so bad in, 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 this, <laughs> yeah. 
in the same move. I mean, Van Dijk, it, his form is actually a bit worrying. You know, I mean, I haven't heard a single word about uh, Alexander Arnold's Harlers this year, but Van Dijk is, is doing this regularly, you know? Yeah, he also uh, got away with a handball. Um, yeah, there was a, I mean, I, I don't really want to talk about the VAR all the time, but I mean, it keeps happening. <laughs> it's the news. It directly affects every game. Yeah, we, we, they went uh, one up from Simon Adringa, uh, Brighton did, and then Mahmoud got got a goal, a well-worked goal, and they got a penalty just on the stroke half time. Yes. But like, there's so many penalty shots. The penalty shots he got, I mean, it was again, it was very similar to the way the goal Liverpool conceded that they um, passed around the back, they got pressed, turned it over. Pascal Gross, like, just hauled down Mohamed Salah. Oh, yeah, oh no, uh, Sla- sorry, Slavoslai in the box. Yeah. Had a full grip of his jersey. He squares it then to uh, Darren, who was taken out then as well. It was actually this, the, the and the ref looked at it, nah, no chance. Lay on, <laughs> let, let them play. Then, and then another guy comes in and cleans out Darwin, and he gives that one. But you know, the still the issue is of has Gross hauled someone down like in a last man back style to stop a goal? Yeah, famous red card. <laughs> Var looked at and thought, "Nah, probably not." You yeah. know, it's just <sighs> it's a huge problem. Yeah, it's how is it worse than ever? <laughs> It's just stuff like that where, like, that's not about having played the game. That's not about knowing the rules or the laws. I mean, that's just like he he had a hold of his shirt and, you know, went down easy. Like, that's never been a thing. So, like, if he had to hold his shirt and they both go down. He fell backwards while running. <laughs> he couldn't do that if he tried. I just don't know how to describe it anymore. Like, clearly it was to what happened. You know what I mean? You can look yeah. up yourself. Like, I mean, that's, that's, that has to be a right card. Yes, for sure. But it's not because there's this kind of common sense or like, oh, does he want to send off a Liverpool player, a Brighton player after everything we've done to them? Is that coming into it? I mean, it's just, I think this current crop of referees, they're all tarnished with this kind of indecision and, oh, but we look bad and what was the last thing? Like, they need to get in like a whole new bunch of, of referees from like different countries who have no history, no dealings with Klopp, no dealings with anybody and say, right, start from scratch and don't make any mistakes <laughs> best luck <laughs> and if you do don't worry we're getting a new crop in next week <laughs> it's the oh, only God. way this works <laughs> rotating refs that's that has to be it because there, there's something that's happening here they're watching these decisions and they're making the decision based on something other than what the facts are in front of them because there's no way you can look at these things like I said the, 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 the Van Dyke handball as well what's that about what was going on there his hand was out <laughs> that is like we said, that's always a penalty. <laughs> but something is, 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 you know, two teams, when they probably looked at the fixtures of this list, the referees have got this, they went, oh, of all the two teams, teams we've... <laughs> <Yeah>, this week. <laughs> the teams we've screwed over the, over the most over the last year. And some of the decisions were like, okay, they're trying to, you know, even this out as it goes along here. Yeah. I mean, like, the, the handball one does come across like, we can't give that. Klopp is going to be furious. <laughs> Yeah, like, and I, I, to get your, this is this is how you get radicalized, like, to get your <laughs> yeah. tinfoil hat on. Like, if Liverpool win that game by a, yeah. by a goal, uh, I guess Liverpool weren't really, uh, yeah, if Gross goes off, they're down to 10 minutes, it changed the whole face of the game. If they go down, Man City go down to fourth, 
you know, that, that, you know, I think it does get some more reaction out of Pep. People say, you're down to fourth now. That's, you know, people, people would say it to him in the press conference. They absolutely would, <laughs> yeah. you know. I know I would. Three teams now. <laughs> that affects his, his uh, you know, mood going to train. Like, it does affect things. You can't say this does, these decisions are affecting the, the outcome of the league here, the outcome yeah. of the title race. And you're just going to power through with this, it looks like. You're just going, just going to power through, mistake after mistake, every single week if need be, and let the chips fall where they, where they may, you know, and, and we'll see what happens at the end of the season. There was you know, uh, the co- the referee in the City game as well was also very similar to last week. Had, I think, very recently been refing a game for the United, Ar- United Arab Emirates, who famously own Man City. So immediately, there's at the very least a conflict of interest. <laughs> well, this is the thing with the midweek games in the Middle East. It's it becomes uh, you know a part of the story. Was any truth yeah. to any connection whatsoever? Exactly. It's just it's there. You know, yeah. you, you work for them. That's what people see. Yeah. You you were you got paid by them last week, and like you're a ref. Can you not see how <laughs> that looks? <laughs> yeah. How is the prem allowing that? <laughs> You made a decision that benefited a team and you got paid by them on Wednesday. Yeah. Again, it doesn't make have to have any connection for people to see that and go, well, that's pretty obvious. That's clear and obvious to me, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Like, and, and we talk about there, I mean, there was conspiracies that Martin Tyler hates our team. It's like, it doesn't make any difference. He's a commentator. It doesn't, yeah. ma- it doesn't matter if he hits Liverpool. He's just talking about the game. He's not affecting anything. But people are getting up on errors for that. Yeah. I shouldn't have to pay for his TV where they buy his commentator. <laughs> and they got rid of him. You know? Like, thanks for everything, Martin. But, you know, you're just, the hate's growing too much. You know, there's too much yeah. hate online. But the refs get to just bumble through week on week and be like, <laughs> I just don't know. I have two jobs. <laughs> I'm absolutely wrecked. <laughs> yeah, it's, it, I, 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 I don't want to talk about it, but it's, it's, it it happens every week and you can't ignore it because, it, like I said, it's going to affect when it's all said and done. So It is just the, the people say it the whole time, but the whole game is gone thing. I mean, like we were saying, the league is decided by who has the least injuries and then the games are decided by the refs. <laughs> <laughs> and I, 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 saw, I, I saw the clip there of Paul Merson um Screaming at at, at uh, he's Mike had Green. enough. He had enough of this. <laughs> it turned into player versus referee, and then like I mean, we it's a long clip. It's like an eight minutes. We put in some highlights. As in, up and don't know the laws of the game. Full stop. As you can tell by what you've just said about restarting game for the sake of it. So Change the law. Simple as you cannot change the law. Oh, no. You can't change the law. Oh, no. Simple as you cannot change the law. Oh, no. Simple as you cannot change the law. Oh, no. Simple as you cannot change the law. Oh, no. Simple as you cannot change the
Why is Mike Dean should never be on Sky Sports News? No ref should ever have to come in front of the Sky Sports News panel. But he wants to. He loves it. He's exactly. getting paid. Look at his nice yeah. shirt he has on. Will he's not coming yeah. in there like I'm going to wear you know my tractor bottoms if you want me on here. You know he's not being dragged in front of the rock this year. Yeah. He's he's on. He's making money. But like it's crazy. It's like if you admit to, like he admitted to protecting his mace. Yeah. Oh, he flat out said. I didn't call it back because he was having a tough day. <laughs> and now he's on defending refereeing decisions. Yeah. Saying, no. talked about the law. It was a protocol. It was law. They did everything perfectly. They've never been rattled. Like, we, like, you, you're a proven liar. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you, you do things to protect your friends and they're still your friends. They're still colleagues. They're still a mate. Yeah. You know, it's just, and they call it, Paul Marston was, was kind of out of line. I, out of pocket, as the kids yeah. would say. Well, he was he was shouting and screaming at him like he was a player again. He was very yeah. kind of. This is also a huge problem. This kind of like he sees as a ref who you know he he hates him. Uh, the ref's like, I'm staying calm. You can blow off like a bottle top. And they talking like a like a like a like a troubled school child. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. All right, let him let him blow off some steam. I'm gonna stay calm. Like this is the kind of relationship they have. This kind of like student teacher type thing, but like zero respect between the two. Yeah, he's like the exact opposite of what kids should be being taught. Yeah, you know. Um, so yeah, I mean, I think he, he raised some some good points. There is some good points there about like that they're kind of rattled in this, the bar room, and they're so excited when the when when the when the thing comes in. And he was like, "No, they're not. They're not excited." He did the the process perfect. He, he said the process is good. The process is famously bad. <laughs> he said the process is good. Was saying he just happened to say the wrong thing at the wrong times, like. If the process is good, shouldn't come into it. <laughs> then he is terrible. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So like, you can't be saying, "Oh, the refs just made a mistake." The process is flawless. The process is immaculate. He just happened to not be able to speak. It's yeah. like, <laughs> then it's the refs. Like it can't be both. It can't be flawless process. It's not the refs' fault. Like, well, then what was it then? Do you yeah, know what I mean exactly. And again, if this is an isolated incident. Ever make mistakes? Fine, but like the whole thing of we can't start the game again. It's protocol. It's the law. They change it. <laughs> they change the handball rule every six months. There was, he did make one point. I mean, I don't know if it's in the clip there, but he made one point about like, oh, well, what if it was uh, a corner? And then I decided, okay, don't give the corner. And then we look back, it was, oh, it was a corner. And the game's already started again. Do we go back and say, oh, no, forget the last 30 seconds of play, you know, to take the corner again? I thought, yeah, fair. I mean, that is a, that would give precedent if you want to break those rules. But then it's like, well, how are you getting the corner wrong? How are you missing the corner? <laughs> you have five screens and five people looking at them. If it's a case where it's like, you know, the very marginal ones where they both kick at the same time and you go, not really sure, give it a goal kick. But if you can give it and then look back, you say a minute later and go, oh, hang on, lads. There's a fourth angle. <laughs> yeah. It's clear and obvious now. Now we go back. It's like, well, then the process is wrong or the referee's wrong. So like, you can't have it where it's like the process is perfect, everything's perfect. But if there's a situation where I just decide to give the wrong call, then I look <laughs> yeah. at it for a second more. And I go, oh, I should have just waited. Yeah. And they're like, oh, now we can't stop the game because it's already started. It's like, well, you shouldn't have to be, like, just take your time. And also, don't do it for corners or goal kicks. Just do it for goals. <laughs> Which, uh, I mean, that was an example he gave, but I don't think he ever, ever, uh, I've ever seen the corner being going no. to the VAR room. So, I mean, you that's don't just give like a, a shite about corners. 
Well, again, but like he's talking about it there because in his training, wherever they've been talked with VAR, yeah. speed is is the thing. So he's imagining, imagining a scenario. He's probably using that from the example he was told himself. Being like, yeah. if you give it the wrong corner and you see it's wrong, keep it to yourself. Don't say anything. <laughs> Once the game started again, we're we're plowing through. 90 minutes, it's a long time. <laughs> so like, it's all about pace. It's all about getting rice. And I think he was just... I mean, the fact that he's on TV at all is just, it's crazy. Yeah. I, mean, I was I was thinking Paul Morrison was going to say something like, you know, outland. It's like, <laughs> well, we all know what you do in that situation. You mate protecting liar, you know? I did see, uh, like we said, one of the, the Malagusto tape dropped. Yeah. There was a lot of mate in that as well. All of the rest were calling each other mate. Show me the point of contact, mate. Show me how far away he is from that ball. Uh, okay. John, the doctor, Luca, are you right? Angle. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah, just go before again, mate. Yeah. You know to wait, Jared. Yeah. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna send over for a potential. What number is he? They're not supposed to be mates. They're supposed to be professional. Oh, I know. I know. I know. They're glaring thing there that they obviously don't see is a problem. Yeah, they're all pals. Yeah, because it's again, it, it just the information's out there, <laughs> like. <laughs> That we're all mates. We're on record calling to the mates, and then you say, "Well, I didn't make the decision because I thought he had a tough day," and then they release these stuff. It's just, oh, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I don't want to talk about it anymore because it's just. Yeah, no, that'll be it for today. <laughs> it's boring, but I mean, and that that'll tell you as well the problem. The Liverpool Brighton game was amazing. Yeah, no, it was. It was it was great end to end. Um, you know, it was very entertaining. It was some mistakes and the defending wasn't great in it, but um. I mean, the goals are good. South goal is very good. Um, Dunks. Uh, Dunk got the equalizer. I mean, you know, Lewis Dunk. An open goal miss. There was an unbelievable save from Allison. Like, there was, it yeah. could have been 4 4 5 5. It's just the, the refereeing decisions have become the star of the show. And no one wants that, you know? And then literally the refs have become the stars of the show. Again, why is Howard Webb on telly again? <laughs> he loves it, Will. He bloody loves this. <laughs> Why is he in such good shape? I thought you were tired, man. I suppose on a wider point, Will, uh, we talk about squad depth and injuries and all that. I mean, we're in October now, not that far into the season. We've had a few Europa League games. Uh, we had the Winter World Cup last year. It's, it's obviously it's, it's been a long eighteen months for these players. We're seeing Brighton maybe go through a bad spell recently. Um, doesn't get any easier to play City next. Do you think this might be the, the season where they they go backwards a bit? They'll they'll have a it's quarterfinal, semi-final exists. Well, I mean, I may get ahead of myself. It's not doing that well in the in Europe at the moment. But like we see this a lot. We saw it with Newcastle back in the day under Pardew. We saw it with uh, Burnley when they got into Europe. Great season, you know. Get a few players in. Yeah. You go farish in the competition, but then you never get back to to where you were because it's just it, it just yeah, it's impossibly hard to get there in the first place. And to keep to stay there, to stay on top is is even is even tougher. So. Um, yeah, we saw that. We also with the, with West Ham as well. They actually uh, battled back against Newcastle, another yep. Champions League. They had a heroic Champions League win against PSG. They go play West Ham. Uh, I don't know if you saw the, the, the highest of that game. Isaac was on for a hat trick. Uh, went around the keeper, stumbled a bit. Looked like his legs were gone. Uh, just you know, couldn't finish it. They would go up the other end and uh, get the equaliser. West Ham. I mean, they're trying to get back to top four. I mean, it's it's. I know again we're early, but like it's it's slipping away. You know, it's it's yeah very open with all these teams in European competition from what Brighton, Villa, Newcastle, 
Liverpool, yeah, United, I, Arsenal. I think the uh, now that if Champions League is five places uh, some years, depending on the coefficient and stuff, I think yeah. that makes it even harder, weirdly, because it means now a United or a Chelsea or someone can go, all right, lads, fifth is all we're going for. They don't care about, like, fifth will do us. Whereas before, it's probably fourth or, ah, we've blown the season now and they'll plummet down the table while a Brighton or someone takes their place. But now if you're aiming for fifth, that's probably pretty easily achievable. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's definitely going to make it more competitive towards the end because, you know, you can see mathematically what you need and how you're yeah. playing, but it does make it a little bit more attainable if it's one place below. But, I mean, it is going to be mad to have, like, a Liverpool or United, you know, like, multiple-time winners of the competition, like, yes, fifth place in the league. <laughs> It's, yeah, like, it's a joke. Again, the whole game is just—it's <laughs> an absolute shambles. Like we've been used to fourth for so long, and obviously before that it was only three places. But when in our lifetime, the fourth thing as well—it's <laughs> ridiculous. It must have been when it, when it first went to four, like the generation ahead of uh, before us. Was yeah. Like I can't believe they're, they're, I mean, we did see a lot of that. That oh, Arsenal, Arsenal famously, yeah. That was the old people who used to who used to be one, two, three, then down to four. Like for us, now, for me now, seeing. Fifth place. It's <laughs> yeah. going to be celebrated this year by someone. It's like, oh my God. That is pathetic. How far we've fallen. <laughs> yeah. And it's it's definitely going to be like a United or like oh. one of the bigger teams. Well, like it's, if it's Chelsea, United or Liverpool, our city, it won't be City, but you know, they're all winners of the competition. And now they're like, <laughs> yes, fifth. And this is the richest league in the world. You know, it's. Oh, thank God they changed the rule. It was really hard for us those last few years. <laughs> Um, yeah, and does that affect the Europa League or the conference? Let's just like put one place down, or I think everything just bonks down one, as far as I know. Yeah, I mean, it's just gonna, it, it's just, I feel like it's uh, the rich getting richer, and then the Premier yeah. League is probably what's gonna end up, but uh, yeah, no, it was a great game of uh, a great weekend of games, and uh, the most open title race ever, Will. <laughs> I did. I literally saw someone saying it might even be more than two people this year. I'm like, no. <laughs> oh wow! It never is. It always looks like it is, and then never yeah. is. You know. Um, obviously, Tottenham and Arsenal are leading the way, top of the table. Tottenham. I mean, we should award on Tottenham, uh, top of the table. Fair folks. Going into the internet, this is going into this international break is always where everyone is like, right, this is what the league is going to be. <laughs> we know all the teams now. We get it. Yeah. This feels like a big one. It does. Um, Tottenham are riding a, a high and beautiful wave. Arsenal mm. do seem like a... I, like, I think we, we said this last year, it could have gone either way. We're like, ah, oh, well, that's it. That chance is gone. Or they could be like, we were right there with City, for God's sake. You know? Yeah. I, I actually think of this, when I was in with it, I saw this. The last time Arsenal beat City eight years ago. Can you name the players who are still playing? Oh. So there is one, two... Three, four players in the starting eleven still playing. Will 20, 2015. Start with the striker. Will who was the striker? Who was Ar- Arsenal's famous striker back then? Who are you talking about? I'm, I'm not doing a bit. It's not Lukaku. Okay, <laughs> I have no idea. I genuinely have no idea. All time French top goal scorer. Will Giroud. Olivier Giroud still plugged away at AC Milan. I'm I'm almost certain of when you said it. I was like, oh shit, is he still playing? He is Here's playing. why I'm confused. I thought you meant still playing at Arsenal. Oh, sorry. Sorry. 
That's why I was like, nobody. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, They're still, still, sorry. Still playing football. Still playing football. This is what. This is how long ago it was. You know, still playing football. Yeah, Giroud, uh, uh, Rob Holding. Uh, not in the starting eleven, but it is the one in defence. Will uh, one of your favourite uh, teams when you're when your second teams in Spain he plays for. Oh, is is Bellerin there? Yes, Bellerin started right back. Before the injury, Bellerin. Yeah. And who's the last one? Uh, Joel Campbell. Wow. Yeah, he, he's still playing. Uh, he's only 31, Joel Campbell. Uh, but he's, he's, he's playing in Costa Rica now. Um, Costa Rica? Yeah, it was a decent team. Czech, Bellerin, Mertzak, Koscielny, Monreal, Flamini, uh, Walcott, Ozil, Joel Campbell, Drew. There's actually one more, Will, in centre mid that is still playing uh, that you forgot. Who's that? Aaron Ramsey. Oh, of course. Yeah. Um, but the rest of them are, are long since retired. Same with uh, most, uh, uh, if not all, of the uh, the City team. Joe Hart's still there on Celtic, isn't he? I think so, yeah. Sagna, Otamendi, uh, Iliki Mangala. Remember that £40 million <laughs> uh, pound flop? Yeah. Alexander Kolarov. He, he ran so that... Uh, uh, he walked so that Cancelo could run. Fabian Delft. This isn't a great team. Fernandinho, Yaya Toure, Kevin De Bruyne, David Silva, and Aguero. Yeah, uh, not, not the best city team that's ever been. Um, but yeah, it, that's how long ago it was for yeah. Arsenal. Yeah, I think they've been emboldened by their by their almost ran, almost win there last year. So yeah, I, I think I could see Tottenham and, and Arsenal stick around for a long time, but just in terms of, in terms of this season, but just the way it's gone. Yeah, three three. Team challenge, I'd be very surprised. Yes, and uh, Arsenal were, or Arteta more so, was very lucky that they didn't concede the very close call from Rea nearly booting it off. Was it Foden and deflected it into the goal? Julian Alvarez, Alvarez. Know, was too fast. <laughs> yeah. I think if that goes in, Arsenal's season goes off the rails. <laughs> I mean, when I saw it first, I thought, how has that not gone in? And then the replay was that he got right in front of him like usually you just get a toe to us and it kind of flicks in he passed him he was too quick <laughs> he passed him he could have taken him off his toe he was there so fast i mean yeah we we did a bit on the on the goalies before but that is a a, a problem waiting to happen of course then cuts to ramsdale you know he wasn't clapping this one <laughs> no he was doing the the lenny from the simpsons just <laughs> watching thinking you know <laughs> but speaking of eight speaking of eight years ago well 2015 Eden Hazard. Yeah. He left Chelsea only four years ago. So <laughs> four years after Arsenal <laughs> yeah. last beat City, Eden Hazard was at the peak of his powers at Chelsea. <laughs> that makes it sound insane. <laughs> <laughs> but perspective can really mix things up, can it? I mean, that's the sad thing about uh, Eden Hazard's retirement today, that the last four years have really taken away from, you know, the rest of his career. It's turned him from like... I've never seen a world, like, potential best player in the world, not right now, over several seasons, Yeah, go to a Streets Will Never Forget player. Uh, is this the first ever? Is this the highest ever drop from great player to Streets Will Never Forget? Yeah, because, I mean, to be fair, if you're a great player, I mean, the Streets Never Forget Ronaldinho, you know, and he's yeah. won everything, he's won the Ronaldo, you know, but you can also be a Streets Never Forget and never be considered to be one of the best, you know? Yeah, you and never... I, lived up to what you could have been yeah yeah 
so you can you can be both, but Hazard is definitely one. You know, I mean, you think back to I remember when Chelsea won the Champions League in 2012, like against all the odds, and Hazard was like the the hottest thing in Europe. He won the league with Lille the year before. Yeah, and this was like this is the guy. You know, he's going to be the the player every once. And Chelsea were kind of like lucky that they won Champions League. They went, oh, I'm going, I'm going to go to Chelsea. You know, that, that's a really good team. Uh, I think that year they got knocked down the group stages and they won the Europa League that year, that, that first year. And like, he was just unbelievable for, for, for Chelsea that entire time. I mean, I remember scoring that goal against Arsenal. It's always fucking played. I saw it three times a day. Yeah. Where, I think it's Cockland just like tries to follow him and just falls over, inexplicably spins around and falls over and, Kishelli and Murtzak just backing off, backing off. But like, he was just, he was, he was very quick. You don't believe a feat. And he scored, you know, some really, really good goals. He got what, player of the year in 2016, 17, I think it was. Famously, uh, Jack Grealish got this reputation over the last years, but famously the most fouled player in the league. Yes. Because the only way to stop him was to hurt him. And it eventually led to the downfall of his career. Yeah. I mean, he goes then to to Real Madrid and it's like which is like a surefire oh this is gonna be amazing well I, I there's been plenty of players who went to Real Madrid that, that didn't work out Van der Vaart Robin um, Schneider you know I think they all did much better after Real Madrid so it can happen but uh, you know this leave, felt like a good fit they leave before they're 32 is the, is the issue exactly usually. yeah and it's uh, I think people are tracing back to that tackle against PSG Mounier and did his ankle in badly, um, and uh, you can always you can look back on on. Uh, did you ever see that 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 picture of the Irish team in the dressing room after a game? And there's like uh, Hendrick, and he's like, "Where we're six for two, and he's fucking ripped, <laughs> yeah. and he's jacked." And then you see Wes Hulan, and he's also jacked and ripped. He just happens <laughs> to be like five foot six. It's like, man, he's in good shape, you know. Hazard. It never looked like that. You know what I mean? Like, it can yeah. be kind of like, oh, it's the, the jersey makes look, but like he was never really in good shape. So he wasn't into the whole kind of uh, working out. He just had, I, I think he did one of those kind of masterclass thing with Henri because he was working at Belgium at the time as well. And uh, yeah, he, I think he just said something like, yeah, I kind of always just use my right because I'm, I'm, I'm right footed. So <laughs> yeah, no interest. In. I don't really. You know, have the whole left foot thing. That's not that's not really needed. If I can just run past my right, you know, doing all my life, been getting away with that all my life. So I'm going to just keep <laughs> doing that. So he was everyone to kind of work on on anything extra, you know. So I think, yeah, when he got the injury, it was a fucking rough one. Like the rehab, that you know, you hear people say it's the worst part is like, get, like you can work out, you can train, it's grand. It's getting back slowly but surely is the toughest part. I think that wasn't really his his jam. And then I think when he was back, it was COVID, which he got. And he was, you know, in a new country, injured and couldn't see anybody. And, you know, he had his reputation as being like lazy or didn't work very hard. And then got more injuries and he fell out with Zidane, he fell out with Ancelotti and just it was like a rumble on. Like that's all you've ever heard of of, uh, of Hazard was like he's not fit or he'd play one game and not do great, be out injured again. And yeah, it was just... Uh, it's sad how it ended. Yeah. He should... Uh, I think it, he's also something that we left out is that he's extremely likable. <laughs> For years, he was like like a very well-liked player by, I think, everyone, not just because he was unbelievable on the pitch. Yeah. We always saw videos of him behind the scenes 
where he was like very funny and entertaining. He was uh, quite like funny, famously yeah. the clip where he's laughing at uh, who was it trying to Ivanovich. Ivanovich, yeah, that's an all timer. <laughs> yeah, try to speak English. <laughs> Play the clip. <laughs> support human appeal. Please support no like he, he was great you know and uh it's uh, maybe it's just it's kind of like like he, what at his peak it was like oh he's the best player in the world behind Messi Ronaldo like he was he was during in the 2010s it was like this is the goal you have to never miss a game like genuinely be psychotic about the sport and like he'd sc- score 70 goals this season literally and then he'd be 20 off Messi's 90 <laughs> yeah do you know so I guess he was always being compared to that but I think you know he was what like, captain that Belgian team the golden generation which I think like he epitomizes that Belgian team yeah where like he had all the talent in the world and people are saying oh he's going to win the next Ballon d'Or after Messi and Ronaldo surely they'll now they'll definitely <laughs> win the World Cup <laughs> now they're 30 they'll, they'll, they'll slow down and Hazard will be the first one in there it'll be Hazard and Neymar's world you know <laughs> And the same with Belgium was like they have all this the ability, they have leaders, they have attacking players, they have midfield, but they'd never even got to a final. You know, and it feels like as good as, as they were and as good as as, as Hazard were was be like he never got to a final in, in a sense of like achieving his potential. Yeah. But he was very relaxed, very chill. I, I don't know how much he cares about it. You know, it's it's I think we're thinking he should be like Ronaldo. He should be hairless and fucking uh <laughs> You know, focus on the goal. But I think he was like, you know, I'm I'm pretty happy with my multiple trophies and captaining my country for years. And he's he's a second top goal scorer behind Lukaku. And he's a fucking yeah. winger. Do you know what I mean? It's and like, like, I'm sure he's pretty chill about being, hey, I was still the best player in the Premier League for four years. Like, I was that. That's yeah. what counts. Yeah, yeah, that's why it's so weird, this, this whole Madrid chapter at the end. It's like it shouldn't, you want to just take it out. You know what I mean? You want him to, to spend two years at Madrid and then play two years in Belgium and say, yeah, no, he was fucking quality. Madrid is Madrid, you know? Yeah. Like, look at what happened to Gareth Bale in Madrid. Like, that doesn't mean you're a bad player. But for him to just, like, barely play is, like, so annoying because, like, ah, like, <laughs> the kids... I forgot what he's like. <laughs> the kids won't know, Will. <laughs> yeah. They haven't seen it. So, yeah, it's, uh, it's a very strange one, uh, the Hazard thing. But uh, we... From all of us here at No Nonsense Pod, uh, we wish you the best in retirement. From the No Nonsense team. <laughs> yeah, the team. Us, all the people behind the microphone, all the people at the social media team. Uh, all the producers, all the, yeah. the doctors, the, the, video the solicitors, uh, yeah. the legal team especially, they love you. Chefs, everyone in the canteen. The, yeah, uh, the, the, the drivers, the personal drivers. <laughs> the reception. The receptionists who works. Everyone in the Dubai office. Oh, the Dubai office. We'll never forget our, our latest office here, the Dubai office. Um, Kamal over there. I mean, she runs a show, but she's she's rooting for you too, Eden. Yeah. Um, you want to come on the show? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're free now. You're pretty chill. We're pretty chill. That's the, that's the move now. We're going to see yeah. some all-time uh, lift in the late on Madrid uh, podcast experiences. Hazard, I think. I'm going to say we're not. Because too much effort, isn't it? Because <laughs> <laughs> that's what the, that's what his agent says. Him a hazard. I have the Peter Crouch podcast lined up. 
Ah, uh, faster than the mo. But, but why? Because I'm eating Hazard. <laughs> oh, honestly, that is nonsense. Nonsense. All nonsense. They say many, many garbage things. You don't know what you're going to get. You'll earn a lot more if you listen rather than top of the time. No problem.